Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick to remind you of our sponsor, 25 Transportation and Solutions. That's 25 Transportation and Solutions. They give you quality transportation, delivery services that you can depend on, getting your freight to and from its destination safe and secure. Contact them at info at 25.org. That's I-N-F-O at T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number five, ive.org or you can call them at 240-479-6376 see you out on the road now let's get back to our episode of the truth and coffee time podcast Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. Good morning, Mr. B. Morning. You're almost done with your coffee. I'm, I'm, Am I drinking too slow or did we spend more time researching? No, you spent more time figuring your computer out. Yeah. Yeah, I got scared there for a minute. But I think it was because it was, um, I got. I just got too much on it. So I went through and deleted some stuff. But talk about somebody kind of scared. That shows you how attached to our technology. Yeah, you gave it to me. I'm going to use it. I think it's downstairs in, in my office. You think? Yeah. <laughs> we put it up Don't worry somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Mr. B, this weekend we had a, uh, a really cool weekend with um, the Grand Joys. And then even had our our little bonus uh, Grand Joy. I don't know. Would he be a great grand, a you, great grand joy? Aunt. Or aunt? Would I be a, oh, a grand joy nephew? A grand nephew. Yeah. So um, came up and spent the weekend with us and we got the pool out and, and cooked and did some things with them. But what was really cool was, or what's really funny, is that they had popsicles, they had ice cream, they had all of this. And then the damn ice cream truck came through the neighborhood and you would have thought that we hadn't given them not one lick of ice cream all day. You know, they. I, I, I put a post on, on Facebook that says it does not matter what kind of ice cream you give kids. When the ice cream truck comes, that's the best ice cream in the world of them. Eddie Murphy said that. <laughs> I got my ice cream. I got my ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I know. Check this out, bro. I want to tell you this thing that came up on my morning brew this morning. Let me see if I can get to it real quick, y'all. Y'all got to listen to this, especially if if y'all like my husband and you like the um, the electric cars. And he's really into the electric cars. My daughter is. My son-in-law is. They love the electric cars, the Tesla. And my husband's looking at um, uh, purchasing the Lucid. So y'all check this mm-hmm. out. So the climate uh, tax and healthcare bill 
it was passed yesterday, and it includes a tax credit. And that tax credit is going to give you $7,500 tax credit for Americans who are buying the electric vehicles. But the kicker is, is that 70% of the electric vehicles um, or even the plug-in or the hybrid vehicles are not included in that credit. So with that being said, what happened is the Democrats, they wrote the bill and they wanted to accomplish like two goals. And the two goals they wanted to accomplish, Mr. B, was they wanted to spur that the electric vehicles adoption reduce emissions. So electric vehicles has to reduce emissions to America, to the United States at a, at a certain percent. And then they wanted to incentivize the automakers, the United States uh, automakers, to become um, supply chains or allies with countries who are supply chains because they're having unpredictable uh, rivalry with some of the countries that produces the equipment to make our um, electric vehicles. So in other words, what they're saying is we can give you this, we're going to pass this law to give you this $7,500 credit if you buy an electric vehicle. But in order for the manufacturer's electric vehicle to qualify, for you to qualify for it, they have to uh, make sure that the pollution, the emissions of the pollution is at a certain degree. And um, over 75 to 80% of the equipment used to manufacture the electric vehicle has to be U.S. made. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? As of right now, I'm going to tell you this. Hold on a second. Let me look this up because I was trying to see within, if that's the case right now, if you, after that law is passed right now, if you bought an electric vehicle, which ones would fall up under that um, $7,500 credit? Mm -hmm. And I, I specifically looked for you because you're looking at the Lucid and Lucid is nowhere on the list right now. Now that doesn't mean that it can't get on the list because the electric vehicles that are not on this list right now, they have up to 2028 to get up to standards or to ensure that to transform whatever they're doing right now to get equipment mm -hmm. to make them are, are U.S. based. Mm -hmm. Now, it's gonna, what it's going to do, too, is open up more jobs for United States workers, um, it's going to open up more possibilities. It's going to open up more innovation and more um, ability to get more skill set around the United States for electric vehicles. So right now, the, the vehicles that classify Ford is like the Cadillac Lyric. Chevrolet has a Blazer, a Bolt, and a Silverado that is hybrid electric. Uh, Ford has a Mustang and a Lightning Nissan. Um, te Tesla, their Cybertruck, their Model 3, and their Model Y, and then Volkswagen. Those are the only ones that fall in the category right okay. now. But, um, of course, I, I really thought about you because you're like, I'm getting this lucid. So I still am. Because <laughs> they're giving you a $15,000 credit. Mm -hmm. it ain't, it's not based on that. It's based on you buying it. Mm -hmm. Who, but Lucid is giving you the $15,000 credit. Not not IRS giving you this, this tax credit for having an electric vehicle. That tax credit is the gift that keeps giving because you they, can they get... Gave, they gave tax credits currently. 
Yeah, but the, in this tax credit, it's the gift that keeps giving because you can get a seventy-five uh, up to seventy-five hundred dollar tax credit every year. So when you file tax, it's Got just it. like you understand Got what it. I'm saying. Yeah. So, so basically, mm-hmm. it's paying your. It's yeah. It's paying it. It's paying your mm-hmm. your um, vehicle uh, monthly payment if you if you really look at it right. You know what I'm saying? They cost though. They absolutely cost. I know. We we the know. Lucid's one sixty, mm-hmm. and that's like base. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's it's they don't have a cheaper they version. They don't have like no. They don't have their bases. Their is their bases like a cheap version, but it's got everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got all the bells and whistles. Yeah, but it's their cheap version. Yeah, which is Bentley. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's nice. <laughs> I'm walking around in there looking. They're asking for like credit mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and everything. I said, no, I'm not giving you my credit. Yeah, because they they're that. ready for you to to commit right then. They want you to commit. But mm-hmm, see, this mm-hmm. is how you do it. You mm-hmm. you put three hundred dollars down, mm-hmm. or you put a thousand down. Mm-hmm. And what does yeah. that do though for? That because it, right now they're still it, building. Them, that's right? right. That puts it into production. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So right. it's like buy, it's like building a home. Right. It really is. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's say you let's say if you're buying a home, mm-hmm. you put a thousand dollars down. Mm-hmm. Or or whatever their percentage is for the manufacturers. No, basically building. you put a thousand dollars down yeah. if you're if you're building a home. Mm-hmm. To hold your lot. To hold your lot. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you pay that beginning tax. Mm-hmm. Then they start building. Hmm. So but that's the same thing with the the lucid uh Tesla. I looked them up because I didn't know what a Lucid was. And it's really funny because we, now that you have been looking at this Lucid, I see products in in our home that are made from Lucid. Like the there's a mattress. There's a couple things that I'm seeing. So Lucid is, is making their way as a brand name to right. a lot of things. Well, Lucid was a brand. Now they're mm-hmm. making cars. Mm-hmm. Their design, they're the part that actually does their design mm-hmm. is minority women. Mm. So what they is get even more interesting. So what they did was they're they're out of California mm-hmm. and they would let's say they take a picture of a sunset mm-hmm. and all the colors that are that are actually within that uh setting mm-hmm. they put in your car. Mm-hmm. Now that's mm-hmm. your design. They have mm-hmm. all these different designs. I I forget the names, mm-hmm. but they have all these different designs, but they're pictures of starry deck or mm-hmm an actual uh, sunset right. or a sunrise. Right. And they take those actual color schemes and they put them into the lucid. Even more interesting. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to have to look more in depth into lucid, but right now lucid is not, not like I said, that's not to say, cause there's a whole crap load of cars out there um, that are, are electric or hybrid, especially since Tesla has been so, um, you know, everybody's kind of looking at the Tesla. So all the other car manufacturers are really trying to come up to snuff. Like, hey, Tesla's, eventually, Tesla's a good, a yeah, good absolutely. So um, they're saying like, hey, this is going to be our future. This it ain't a big boy car, no. Because nah, me and you said in 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 uh, our daughter's Tesla, and we were like, Mm-mm, this is, this ain't no this is a car for salad eating people. <laughs> <laughs> it's vegans. <laughs> This is a vegan car. <laughs> not, and not the big vegans. Like, this, ain't no, what, what, this ain't no meat and potatoes person car. No. <laughs> My spillage ain't have nowhere to go. 
Well, that that, that was this that was the smaller <laughs> version, but you they got they got some out there that are big. Yeah, I need a big boy. I need I need uh, something to catch the spillage. You know, when you sit down and half your ass cheek be like hanging over on the other side. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> nah. What are we talking about, Mr. B? Speaking of Teslas and Luces and credits, we are talking about don't apologize for being but, successful. Yeah, for doing better. Mm-hmm. Don't apologize for doing better. And this came up because you were listening to a young man on the phone a few days ago talking to either some friends or talking to someone. And you said it wasn't what he said, it's how he was saying it. And you were looking at him and you was like, why is this young man apologizing for the success for doing better? Right. Why are we accommodating people who are not cheering you on? Why are you accommodating people that are truly not in your circle? You know, and it made me think of back in the day when I was in middle school and in high school and I would get really good grades and I would be called a nerd. I would be told I think I'm better than you think you better than us because you, you know, you got an A. I could have got an A. And I'm like thinking, why didn't you then? And then you're dumbing it down. Like, and then I you would get? dumb oh, it I got down. Yeah. Why? Yeah, because you're trying to fit in so you dumb down what you're doing. And in essence, all you're doing is apologizing for being the one percenter. You're apologizing for not just doing better, but but making better decisions and working harder so you can do better. I agree. I agree with all that. That's a, uh, I, my my problem in that is that most people who are successful, not all people, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there is a percentage of them have came out of struggle and 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 had to push through with grit. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and I was reading an article that said, even if you are successful, your house is in, in your, in your, with house and cars and your family and there, everybody's going to college and, mm-hmm. and it just, it's just moving forward. Right. You have to make a something for your children to go through which gives them grit so you have to not you okay, it's not it's not not they have a struggle right it's not that they have a struggle it's that they have to go through something that tries them they have to go through something that actually tries them makes them understand that the struggle is going to push them into something bigger than what they currently are so the so, so the parent isn't making oh they can make it like they said that like if you're if yeah, if you're born if you're born in a in in a part of the community where you're not part of your ecosystem uh-huh. everything is done for you mm-hmm. I know you don't know nothing about I know, that no no not and at all and I don't know nothing about that right there right there but in our household. We have an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. We wake up in the morning. Everybody has what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You, it's a system. You you collectively come together. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl, get in there. Brush your teeth. Do this. Mm-hmm. You're doing mm-hmm. their hair. Mm-hmm. You're, they're mm-hmm. cleaning their rooms. They're making their beds. Mm-hmm. They're doing our... Some people actually wake up and don't have to do that. People do that for them. 
Mm-hmm. You understand what I I'm saying? I get it. I get what right. you're saying. So that part of society mm-hmm. and th- that part of society has to, you, you're you going to have to make some type of struggle for your child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that when you're raised like that, you don't handle rejection well? Do you think... I mean, this I, hell, is just... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I wasn't raised that way. <laughs> but, <laughs> look, <laughs> I didn't have a bed to make up <laughs> for, right. a, for, for a period of time. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? I was right. sleeping on the couch. And I was or... sleeping with my grandmother. Right. Most the... people don't know that I slept with my grand. I never, I've never ever in my life had my own mm-hmm. bedroom until I went into the military. I've never had my own bedroom as a child. Most people that I grew up with and went to high school, middle school, elementary mm-hmm. school, um, I would go over some of their, their houses and they had their own bedroom. They had their own space. Some of them didn't. Some of them was, was of, of meager means and um, they had their own bedroom. <laughs> And they didn't have everything they wanted in that bedroom, and it was it was very um, um, scaled down, but it was their own. And mm-hmm. then there were some friends I had that had their own bedroom. They had their room was pink, and it had canopy beds, and it had all of these things. And most of them, I didn't even, uh, you know, I didn't even ask for them to come to my house. You know, only my closest circle when I was growing up came to my home. And even half of them, I would lie to because we had two bedrooms in the house. Mm -hmm. And so I would lie and say that my grandparents slept in the back room and the front room was my bedroom. But that wasn't true. My grandfather and my grandmother didn't sleep. They slept, slept in two different rooms. And... It was that era, like the Lucille Ball era. Well, my, where... my, my parents slept in two different states. Boy, shut up. Not... <laughs> Y'all get this man. <laughs> but it was that, that era where, and that Lucille Ball era where you would see them sleeping in two different beds. My grandparents really slept in two different beds. You know, the whole time that I... Uh, lived with them. I can't even remember anything else. Mm -hmm. And so my whole life, I slept in the bed with my grandmother. And even when I was in the military and I would come home, my whole adolescent life. Mm -hmm. Until you went to the military. Until I went to the military. Even when I would come home on leave as an adult and I would stay with them, I sleep in the bed with my grandparents. And you shared a room with 50 other people. Shared a room. You know, when you went to the military, well, I shared a room, but I didn't never, I, I never had my own bed and bedroom or module or barracks until I went into the military. Right. Up until I graduated from high school, I was sharing a bed with my grandmother. I didn't know what it meant to have your own. I had my own couple drawers. I had my own section in the closet because I shared a closet with her. I had my, like, we had a dresser that had, like, six drawers on it. So, I had three. She had three. And then we had another long dresser that had uh, eight drawers in it. And I had four and she had four. Wow. You know what I mean? And so, I never, ever knew what it felt like to have your own until I went into the military. And then when I got out of the military and got my own apartment, that was really, really my own. So, I was... Way up in, I was a mother way up into my 20s before I knew what it was to have my own. Yeah, but instilling instilling in your children, mm-hmm. they have to go through something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that they have to go through something traumatic or they have to 
that's going to make them better. Sometimes that tail spins them and they never recover. And they never recover. Right? Yeah. They and we've do seen need... in our family, we've seen both spectrums mm-hmm. of that. So we, hell, I've had some things mm-hmm. where I thought I didn't know if I was going to come mm-hmm. out of it, but mm-hmm. did, you know. Right. So. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Struggle does not always make a person repel to or fuel a person to success. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that a person doesn't need a little bit of struggle, a little bit of grit, a little bit of trying to figure out everything on your own or making it on your own in order for you to be a more um, fluent, successful person. But that doesn't work for everyone. You know, that struggle doesn't work for everyone. Like you said, sometimes it tailspins a person and they get down the rabbit hole and they can't get out of it. Right. Right. They can't no, get out of it. I agree. But for those who, who can and they move forward and they do better, don't apologize for doing better. Don't apologize. Uh, um, I was We were watching Jay-Z when he was having that um, interview with Kevin Hart, and he was saying that when he would go home. Yes. Yes. Just go home to, like, Thanksgiving or something. He yes. wants to, He don't want to go home as Jay-Z. And he ain't got no money. Like the like like Jay Z, and when we go home, they always they're always asking for certain things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like, like what the like you never don't you you can't ever stop being on on alert. Like he said, when he goes home, he don't want to go home as Jay Z. He wants to go home as just him, his regular. Can I please? Can just I let, please just be? I, can I let my hair down? Can yeah. I? Can I sit down and mm-hmm. and not be on defense? Mm-hmm. I just want to eat some, mm-hmm. eat eat a meal with you guys mm-hmm. and relax and mm-hmm. talk. Just talk, talk. Mm-hmm. Like family catch up. He said, "Hey man, if you give me forty eight hundred, mm-hmm. I can get you. I can get us two million. Mm-hmm. And he said, nah, "He said it don't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You oh. gotta put work in. You just can't. I. You just can't give me money." And then you get two hundred two million back because I'm Jay Z. I even have to work for my investments, mm-hmm. you know. And then he said, when he tells them that, they're like, "Oh, you just don't want to see a, a brother get up. You just you just want to kill somebody's dreams. You don't want to help nobody else. Now you in a position you don't want to help other people, mm-hmm. and that's not it." And then he finds himself apologizing, like, "No, you know, man, I'm sorry. That's not. But why are you apologizing for doing better?" Why are you apologizing for making a better decision? Just like you said, the young man you heard on the phone, when he got off the phone, you talked to him and you told him. Yeah. What are you apologizing for? The hell is you apologizing for? For being, for your parents being successful or you reaping the benefit of Of the success of your parents. You can't, you can't do that. You can't, why? There's, I feel like that is so backwards. That's so backwards. Some people kick their kids out at 18 just because they turned 18, they're an adult. Mm-hmm. And wonder why they creeping in somebody's back door or busting a window because mm-hmm. they, they, they don't have all the tools yet. Mm-hmm. Just because they, they, they turned 18 doesn't mean that they got all the tools that they need mm-hmm. in their tool bag mm-hmm. to be a successful adult. And Adulting is taught when you're an adult, not when you're a child. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't yeah. teach a child how to be an adult because mm-hmm. they can't comprehend it. But you once they get a, to be an you adult, you can teach you a child how to maneuver, but you can't but once teach them how when, to be. Once they once they become an adult, now you kick them out. Now you kick them out before you taught them how to start adulting. Mm-hmm. 
There's some things that need to be done. And I mean, it's just so you regular kick, you stuff. you kick them out without equipping them. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then that equipment starts all through their life trying to equip them. And then you hope when they leave that it's stuck. It don't always stick. Sometimes we as parents, we equip to our child and then they leave the nest and that equipment just don't stick. And you see them 10, 20 years from now and they finally catching it. But Or if that doesn't. If it doesn't catch mm-hmm. the first time, mm-hmm. how many times? Don't give up on them. How many? I did. I didn't have this. I couldn't move back with my parent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I say parent because mm-hmm. I could. I just would have to sleep with my grandma. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you could. You could. Yeah. But I couldn't move back mm-hmm. because they moved out. You ain't have no back to move. I ain't to. had no back to move to. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't really. It didn't work like that. Right. So I couldn't just move back. Right. Right. That, that's, that's why I went into the military. Right. I mean, well, one was, of the reasons. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a, it was, that was an easy fix. Right. Right. But you, but the apology, why are we apologizing? Why are you apologizing? Because you're doing better. Mm-hmm. Why are you apologizing? Because you're making better decisions. You worked hard for that. Why are you apologizing? Because your parents are doing good Mm -hmm. and you're able to go and live with your parents if needed. Mm -hmm. Why are you apologizing for that? I know that I even, I remember, I remember Tiffany was telling me some years and years ago when she had to, when she moved back in here with us, when she was getting her her master's master's degree. So she was getting her master's and she moved back in with us. And she said that she had come across a couple people that was like, well, you got it good. You're able to move back with your parents. Tiff is one of those people where she don't apologize. And I remember her saying to me that she said to the person, okay, and Mm -hmm. I'm not apologizing because I'm able to move back with my parents. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that my Mm -hmm. parents are doing good and doing well enough where Mm -hmm. I can move back in with them so I can get my master's so I can do well. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but everybody don't have that in them. I know I wasn't one. I would always be like, well, a dumb, dumb it down or apologize or, you know, uh, they said be, you're being humble, but, but I don't think so. When you apologize for, for being better, that's not being humble. What are you no. apologizing for? You asked God for the blessing. Why are you apologizing? Cause he blessed you. Right, right, right. Come on now. How you going to ask God for something and then when he bless you with it or give it to you, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, God bless me. Right. I'm sorry right. I'm doing better. I'm sorry I'm in a better, I'm sorry I made better decisions. Or you think I'm, you're better than us. I don't think I'm better than you. I think I made a better decision than you right. did. Right, right. That's a big difference. Right. No, he, he, no person is better than the next person. We just make better decisions. So the gap between where I'm going and you're still remaining becomes wider and wider because I'm moving forward and upward and you're staying stagnant. Another another thing that he said was, that Jay-Z said in that interview, mm-hmm. was when you go back and you talking to them, you have moved up the ladder. But you talk to them and they're still 16. They're still stuck at 16. Yeah. So they're 16 in an adult body. Yeah, no, because they haven't, they haven't, they haven't moved into adulting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They haven't moved into their their purpose, right? Because they're stuck. And everyone has and, one. Yeah, and mm-hmm. people people are moving. Mm-hmm. Not everybody does that. 
you know. Yeah, absolutely. I know y'all hear our grand joys in the background um, having a great time in their rooms. They're watching Paw Patrol. We ain't, we're not going to apologize for them watching Paw Patrol. Let them go and watch that Paw Patrol. <laughs> Chase is on the case. <laughs> But yeah, absolutely, honey. Absolutely. I totally agree. And it's so crazy because when you was telling me the story about you talking to the young man who's on the phone, it just was my spirit. It just made my spirit just jump because it's like, yeah, we do, especially in the African-American community. We do it all the time. The the actual conversation that was had was... Look at the standard. Mm. Look out. Look out. Look out. Look mm-hmm. out. And mm-hmm. when you're when you're out and about, mm-hmm. wherever you're at, mm-hmm. look at the standard mm-hmm. that is out there. Yeah. And if you can't step above that, mm-hmm. if you can't step above the standard, mm-hmm. which you can't, it's right. easy. The standard isn't very high. Right. Make a new standard. That's right. That's and right. When you get to that standard and you can stabilize it, make a new standard. Mm. And then when you can stabilize that, make a new standard. Preach, Mr. B. And then at that point, when you look back, now you, your standard is amazing. That's right. Right. And then you and you and you have people, t- you can show them your levels, how you went from this standard to this and from this to this. You're coaching people. Mm-hmm. You're reaching back and say, let me coach you on how I got here now. Whether you receive that coaching or not, that's on you. But this mm-hmm. is how I got here. I'm not going to apologize for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was looking at social media this morning, five o'clock this morning, I'm up and I'm looking at social media and, and I love my, I have, I belong to a lot of communities on social media that are entrepreneurial. So I love going through them and looking at how people have, have made it or, or something they did this week that took them from one level to the next or something encouraging. I love it. I love the entrepreneurial community on social media because you get all kind of nuggets you get. And especially if you don't have the money to invest in yourself right now, but you know that you're on an entrepreneurial path, join those entrepreneurial communities out there, join those Facebook and those IG communities out there because you wouldn't believe how many great information and nuggets you get out of just Mm -hmm. looking at some of the comments and some of the things that they're doing out there. So this one, one uh, I was looking at was this young lady, she she posted an old picture of her uh, that was about four or five years ago, and she was a barista at Starbucks making coffee. But while she was doing barista, she was working at Starbucks like from morning to afternoon. Mm-hmm. And while she was working at Starbucks, she also was doing her entrepreneurial side hustle. Okay. She was very business savvy, but she needed to work in order to invest in herself so she can get her own business off the ground as we all do right when you're starting a side hustle and so she's working at starbucks and people are coming in and getting her coffee and she and they would be talking about business and she would be giving them advice business advice because of what she's doing on her side hustle one day she's in there and she's doing making this person some coffee and she's giving this person some business advice because they asked her some questions. She's like, well, this is what I would do, blah, 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 blah. While she's giving this person advice, the other, the other person, there's another person waiting in line 
um, behind the other person snaps a picture of her um, uh, making coffee and puts it on their social media and says, what the, how the hell I'm going to take advice from someone who behind the counter making coffee. Mm -hmm. And one of her friends in her circle, somehow that picture somehow made it to one of her friends in her circle and her friend sent it to her and said, this girl snapped a picture of you. And the caption was how the hell I'm going to take some advice from a person who behind the counter making coffee. Mm -hmm. He, she said she never responded to that, that, that caption or that post. Um, she said, but it fueled her to just keep doing what she's doing. I'm keep working at Starbucks and I'm going to keep making my little money so I can invest in myself so I can get my business off the ground. Fast forward here, five, six years, she's now got three successful businesses. She's a millionaire. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And she's, and now she's doing coaching where she's coaching other people to, to do the same thing that she's doing to try and help them to get where she's getting. Right. The, the girl that snapped that picture of her and posted on Facebook and said, you know, how the hell this coffee maker going to tell somebody else how to run a business applied, paid $700 to get into her class, to coach her class. Mm. And when she saw it come through, she said, I refunded her $700 to her. And I sent her a, a, a nice note. And I said, Make uh, be careful what you say about others because you never know who you're gonna need yeah. to get where you need to get to. Yeah, and and it just and when I read that, I thought to myself, she could have simply apologized and said, you know, I'm not trying to tell people how to run their business. I know I, I'm doing coffee, but I have a side hustle, and I'm you know, and I apologize if you think. But she never apologized. She mm -hmm. didn't apologize for doing better. She didn't apologize. For having a side job so she can uh, fund her side hustle. Mm -hmm. well, she you just kept it moving. You shouldn't, you shouldn't apologize. Mm -hmm. She just kept it moving. For doing you anyways. Yeah, but if this it's was a... not, if it's not, if it's not malicious or, or right. hurting anybody That's right. or on purpose. That's right. Or, Absolutely. Know. But this was a black woman and another black woman mm -hmm. who who tried to de dethrone her, decrown her. By putting that post out there, and and the thing about it is, the person who put the post out there, you don't know what that could have did to that girl. It could have triggered her where she's like, you know what, she right. Why the hell I'm trying to do a business? Let me just make this coffee and make my little money and go on home. You see what I'm saying? That's what that's what that's what haters want, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. She she continued to make it happen. She continued to do what she was doing. And here we go, fast forward some years, and now this girl is trying to get into her class because she probably forgot who the woman even is because she probably didn't even know the girl's name. Mm -hmm. And you know, and now she's trying to get into her class. But you, we have to be careful who you put your mouth on, especially us as female. Quit decrowning your sister. Quit trying to make your sister apologize for them doing better, and and apologizing because you're because you're not where you're supposed to be. Because that's all they're doing. They're not apologizing for doing better. They're apologizing to you to make you feel better. Right. No. Why am I apologizing to you? 
You know, I'm including you. I'm including you, whether it is in this entrepreneurial business, whether it's in a little bit of advice, whether it's in just a cup of coffee, whether it's in, come on, let's break bread. Let's go sit down and eat together. And let's, let's talk about how we can be better as, as, as sisters or, or as a entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the option of inclusion is the best effort that you can put forward to help someone else on the journey. It's the absence of, of inclusion that puts people in this tailspin to say, oh, she thinks she's better than me. Right. No, I don't. I'm just making better decisions. Yeah. Mr. B, don't apologize for doing better. Do not. Do not. And don't and and guys don't apologize because your parents are doing better. Don't apologize because if you walk out there in that entrepreneurial world and it just doesn't go the way you think, and you have to move back in your parents and regroup and reevaluate and go for it and do it again and go back out there again. Don't apologize because you got somewhere else. And to don't go kick back these to. kids out at eighteen. <laughs> and then no, without, without, unequipped, with, unequipped, unequipped. Look, unequipped train these train these uh young people who are 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 trying to do good mm-hmm. train these people to to be better adults yeah and give yeah. them the tools to understand mm-hmm. regular life yeah and don't try to put your struggle on your kids struggle your kids don't have their own struggle this this world has changed dramatically you know what I'm saying? That struggle is different. Our struggle was different. Our parents' parents' struggle was different. Our parents' parents, you know, struggle was different. I, I tell you, I slept with my grandmother my whole adolescent life. But guess what? My grandmother told me that her and her sister slept with their mama on a floor for her whole ad- adolescent life. Her mama slept in one room with all her siblings and mom and dad their whole life. So we should be progressing. We should be getting better. And we shouldn't be apologizing for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With that smirk on your face. Because I had two light bills on my credit before I got into the military. I didn't even know they were there. He <laughs> <laughs> tried, tried to, mama, hold, tried to mama, hold me down. Your mama put your name on the light bill. <laughs> she gave you her struggle. I, I, had two, I, had two, I had two light bills before I got into the military. Your mama gave you her, her struggle. <laughs> I might have cards out there. I might have all kinds of things. Hey, can we y'all, put it? Can we put it in Brian? Now? Y'all quit putting y'all, y'all quit putting y'all babies' names on the cable in the light bill in the water bill. Come on now, that's not adulting. That is some bullshit. That is not adulting, and y'all know that. If you want to help your child. Put them on a credit card. Yeah. Give them a two hundred dollar. Give limit. them a two hundred dollar limit and, and help them to build credit and, and, and have, teach them yeah, how to build when that they're credit. Younger. Teach them how to use that credit card. Teach them how to invest in in stocks. Teach them how to read the stock charts. That's what you should do. Quit putting your baby's name on. Quit, quit putting your four year old name on cable bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you had two life bills. You had one life bill. You had two. Who and then y'all ain't had no damn lights. It, it, thank you. That's why we had two. She probably had four. Let's get out of here. Love y'all. This is good. This is good. We're gonna have this a uh, couple articles on our show notes. Don't forget, honey, to send me that article you was reading about the parenting. I'm gonna also put out there that article we were talking about the electric vehicles for those of us who are are 
really going toward that way, that'd be a great credit for y'all. Plus, it helps our uh, our pollution area out here. So thank you so much. This was a great topic. This was a great topic. Don't apologize for doing better. Don't apologize because your parents was are doing better. Don't apologize because your siblings are doing better. Don't freaking apologize. You because actually you're not apologizing for you. You're trying the other person is is uh you trying to make the other person feel better. If you gotta apologize to your friend, if you have to apologize to your friend because you are doing better, your friend is not worthy to be at the table of wealth. And that's just the bottom line. Check us out. Our website is www.diverselove.com. Um, again, we got some, some merch out there. I'm getting ready to revamp that merch. So you're going to start seeing some new items out there. My book, uh, children's book, Grand Joy is out there. Our blog is out there. We get ready to also put that blog on our LinkedIn. So, uh, that's coming up. Also, um, check our link tree out. And also guys, we have a beautiful article in, um, sh- the shout out Miami magazine. Look that up on how our, um, our uh, childhood has impacted our, our lifestyle and, and the trajectory of where we're going in our life. It is a great article. I read it myself and forgot I had even said some of those things and got a little bit emotional. So give that a, a quick read when you when you get a moment. Um, if you want to contact us, you can leave us a voicemail actually on our Anchor or our Spotify. We listen to them. If you want to send us a DM or comment, we are on Facebook, IG, and Twitter. Hopefully YouTube coming soon. You can email us at hello at diverselove.com or truthandcoffeetime at gmail.com. We love y'all for real, don't we, Mr. B? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, we do. We love y'all for real. And we're so appreciative that every week you allow us to come into your home, in your car, in your work, as we share our truth over coffee. Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D-I-V-E-R-S-E-L-U-V. And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. Okay, me. Take us out. It's Truth and Coffee time. Help me not think about all my lows. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl, you always on my mind. Looking like it's Truth and Coffee time. Tell me what you really want to know. Girl, it ain't